talk about anything from music anime current events just whatever i'm makita i'm darius yup and we out here at nina productions doing our thing as always man how you living today d dude i'm doing good doing it's a good. beautiful day it's, it's kind of warming up day out here nina, bro the sun is just beaming through the windows I'm, I'm feeling like you know like superman bro i'm just absorbing the sun just rays. Absorbing like i'm the a kryptonian bro. Yes, bro. bro just gather the strength bro like <laughs> Just getting strong for the day ahead of me. like Yeah, it was just one of those productive days. I so. feel that. I did some cold shit today, bro. Did some cold shit. I yeah. hope everybody did some cold shit I today, hope, man. Yeah, Nina supports doing cold shit. So, yeah, our um our topic for the day, man. We're talking about this, this DBZ Super, huh, man? Yep, We're yep. almost there at the culmination. We got one more episode left, and we about to be done with Super until the movie. Yeah. But we got that, that second to last episode. And uh, I got to say, I think... Nina has some mixed feelings about that second to last episode, man. Yeah, man. I, I, Dragon Ball Z <laughs> does it every time, dude. They, they they always pull you back in and then you're like, wait, I'm watching Dragon Ball Z. What did I expect? Yeah. It's like, yeah, you know what to expect, but it's like, damn, gee, like, for real? Like, for, for anyone who, who isn't hip yet, in, in the last episode, Dragon Ball Z did its tried and true um, yeah. method of... Really, just bringing us right back to the beginning. Square one. They 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 Square make you think one, that they're bro. building up plot. They make you think that there's gonna be some twist, and it's like no. I mean, there was like a little twist. There was a there was a, like, a I'd call it a pull. That was a twist, but like plot wise, yeah, they should they 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 fucked up their twist. Yeah, when they decided to like. Be like, and we're back to where we were before all this. Like Goku two episodes hurt. ago, you were like... Not even two. It's been like five layers. Yeah. Like, you, you were sitting there and like you were all excited because you're like, okay, we have Frieza. We have, what was it, 17? 17. And we have Goku, Goku fighting against Jiren. And that was like a few episodes ago. Yep. And they, they build you all up, Goku fighting Jiren. They're like, it's the culmination. And then they just drop it and they're like, oh, wait, no. We want to add an extra episode. So we're just going to say that everyone who died those past few episodes... You thought that nigga blew himself up? Nah, he was just chilling behind a rock the whole time for some reason. I don't know. There's this thing when animes um, decide to just, like, not explain away something, but they they want the storyline to be in a certain place, and they just force it there. Yeah. You know, you say some things happen and don't explain it. Don't make it make sense. And you just say, believe it and keep moving. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> and like so and one thing so one thing I particularly didn't like about this episode was not even just the circularness of the writing because like you said it's Dragon Ball Z and we can expect that but one thing I do expect from Dragon Ball Z is like characters that make sense yeah. all the characters on Dragon Ball Z make sense yeah in that episode Jiren didn't make sense. Yeah. Jiren did the opposite of everything what they had built that Jiren. character up to be. 
And they just didn't give you a reason why. Yeah. Like the whole time they're like, Jiren is strong as fuck because he only respects strength and like all this trauma happened to him. And after that, he decided like the only way to live in this world was to be the most powerful. So he went out and he did that shit and that's all he ever cared about. Okay, cool. So he's got like the whole heart of a warrior thing going from, yup, he yeah. loves a good challenge. And he values Values seeing he someone. He values a challenge. Someone that limits, might be stronger than someone him. that might be yeah, proving that no matter someone that thinks how, yeah yeah proving that like ooh no matter how strong you get I am absolutely more stronger than you. Cool. Yeah, you should welcome cool. challenges. Welcome and, challenges. And and also and so Jiren is the the, the ultimate obstacle for Goku right. and team right now and he they painted him this whole time to be so immensely powerful that he fights and sits down in the middle of fights and begins to meditate. Bruh, and just creates a force field around him that no one can really penetrate because no one else is strong enough. And so like, as we're like going through the anime, we're looking at this really strong character and they're in situations where we're like, oh, why isn't he just whooping everyone's ass like, right Like, why now? hasn't he just wiped the field at this point? And because I, you know he could. And he could, and like, if he was like, if he was the type of person who was so powerful that, and he needs to prove that he's the strongest, like, he would just wipe people out so he could feel good. But they made him look so much more tactical and like challenge yeah. ready that when Goku, like Goku always does, bosses up and is ready to fight, Jiren kind of had like a hissy fit. Yeah. Like he threw like, like a temper tantrum. I was just like, why are you being like vengeful? And I'm like, if you're like, that childish that you would throw a temper tantrum, you should have offed Goku when he earlier, was... Earlier, <laughs> like, if you were immature and like insecure in your strength, you would have just killed him yeah. when he was weaker than you. You wouldn't have tested him, like... But you can't test him and then like when he come up to the test, start crying, right, like, that's the like, point. You wanted him no to, sense, you coached bro. him to get this strong. You, right, like, this was your plan. Like, <laughs> this is your whole plot motivation. Why is it shocking you all of a sudden? So yeah, now Jaren's like in this position. Of like a mental distress yeah and there's 15 seconds i think left in the- <laughs> <laughs> nah man i think it's really like 1.23 bro like, some shit is aggravating bro <laughs> yeah man dragon ball z has proceeded Conti- they continue to keep us on our seats because we're waiting for the movie to come yeah. out yeah the nostalgia will always be there bro <laughs> it'll always bring it the nostalgia is like the strongest drug yeah it'll it'll bring you back every sunday morning yeah <laughs> and i'm also like i'm also excited to kind of like employ certain like dragon ball z-ish like ideas and like when we like cause we, we want to make animes yeah or we want to do stuff like that too we kind of like Niggas have this big ass imagination. Like it'd be dope if we could have some of our shit out. And just bring that shit to life, bro. And just like kind of like knowing that we got like bomb ass animes and like knowing that stuff like that works. So if you just trying to like goof around and just like, (laughs) oh, I want to make a cold ass character. Like, all right, we just gonna make a whole anime about this character whooping everything. (laughs) (laughs) And (laughs) dumb as rocks, bro. But (laughs) (laughs) somebody can feel good about themselves. Shit, hella real, bro. (laughs) Nigga just. You know, I think we forget that Goku is low-key brain damaged. Yeah. Because he, he fucked his head up when he was a little baby. Yeah. So. <laughs> but he also just doing what he do best, man. That's what he know how to do, man. <laughs> there's yeah. a lot of, uh, I know there's, there's a lot of people. I feel like there's a lot of people, especially, like, I think about this often. There's a lot of people in the generation, like, not before us, but probably like two generations or like the older end of the generation before us who really just kind of like, they kind of found something in life and kind of just like stuck to it and rolled with it and did it really well. Especially for like older black people. Like, 
I know I'm thinking of like kind of like my grandparents who I love, but also like really just like they found something that worked and they really just kind of like stick through it, even through like the kind of situations yeah. and like the the shit that was kind of going on around them. Right. Like <laughs> they, I, I think about it a lot now, just kind of like looking at the political situation that we're in. This is a hard tangent. Okay. But <laughs> it was like it. My brain just kind of like jumped. Yeah, to I was like, where? Yeah, yeah I'm sorry. To anime, I'm sorry. Oh, it's not. It's not. My brain <laughs> like jumped to it. I'm kind of high, and it's all in my head and shit. But, shit, let's go. Let's go. Let's um, but I think about it often, just kind of like in our situation, looking at the world around us, right? Politically and like where we kind of stand. Racially. It's hot out like, here. <laughs> every every day, I'm like reading an article about somebody's like journey being black in a predominantly white space and it's never a happy story and it's never a happy story but it's like i won but it's like you know i just watched i just recently watched uh fences with denzel and like from his perspective and then also kind of looking at my grandparents and just kind of how like there's a lot of like cultural things and habits that like our parents have that we always joke about that are like direct descendants of kind of like conditioning to kind of just like move. survive in like a racist because like a i'm like very outwardly racist yeah. world yeah and it's like looking at this world now it's just kind of like man this sucks like but there's like people who've been doing this for 40 50 years yeah, like type shit like <laughs> <laughs> it's cool to kind of be at the age now where you can kind of like understand your people a bit more yeah like, now that like now like once you become an adult you start to look at the adults around yeah. you differently because you're like Okay, I'm doing this shit now too, and like, let me see what the fuck you're doing. And like, oh, yeah, hold up, G, like, what you're doing, Loki don't make no sense. Yeah, like, why are you doing that? Like, I think, I think, and that's why, <laughs> tangent, bringing it way back, I'm excited to like follow Boruto and other similar animes that wow. are generational. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about a boomerang. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> I always like I always like look at different like animes and compare them to oh kind of like God. life around us, and like Boruto's kind of in that same sense where like Naruto and all of them went through like a really like traumatic time. upbringing. <laughs> yeah, and now Boruto and all these kids who are kind of like similar to like us and the generation around yeah, us. Yeah, Boruto is us. Yeah, and. It, and it's, it's crazy to kind of look at, like, another story that's, like... Relatable in a different way. So relatable in a different way. And just walking around it and like, your everyday and being, like, man, I'm looking at the shit that my grandparents are going through and, like, seeing other stories. When yeah. Just how the world is... Yeah. Like, man. how my grandfather was probably living at 20. Yeah. Was, like, probably so different. Yeah. how <laughs> I was living at 20. <laughs> Like shit, even how my father yeah. was living at twenty and how I'm living at twenty is like so different leagues apart <laughs> and like that just changes how you perceive things. Like Yeah. The options available to them were like limited because of their circumstances. But like yeah. you know, they hustled and like changed their circumstances. So now it's like boom, like yeah, we got more options now too, and like it's just such a different time. And we also have a lot more awareness too. A lot there. more awareness, a lot more technology, like yeah, just a lot more room, like yeah, you know, like it's like yeah, shit. At least the world, like the world hates us, but like fuck, like at least we have like infinite space to like yeah. create our own <laughs> culture and like 
yeah really sustain ourselves if we do this right like find like really good ways to kind of like come like the 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 concept of like black twitter like right like there's like a, a stream or a way for like black people like across the nation across the world to like celebrate yeah talk about like, the same thing and just like the fact like it's always funny seeing all those tweets where it's like oh man like it's like we all live in the same childhood type shit and it's like it's because just like we are a culture like culturally yeah. like Cultures exist in a way where they do the same things. And like, yeah, that's real. That kind of thing. How small? That was the like. worst fucking statement. I was so vague. Anyway, <laughs> you win some, you lose some. You we win all some, take you lose some, bro. Sometimes you just take an L. But y'all know what I'm saying. We got really far away from DBZ though. Really I'm sorry, far away guys. from DBZ. We're getting back to Dragon Ball Z, the uh, movie. Yeah. That's going to be pretty lit. No, that trailer that um that you shared, dropped people, is if you haven't seen it, you should look it up. Because they put hard, some time man. and some money into that trailer, too. Yeah, that shit is, that, that animation, animation is cursed. Pristine. That shit is beautiful. I'm like, man, if that whole movie just looked like that, like, I'm going to be geeked in the theater, bro. Geeked. <laughs> geeked, like, the whole time, just on my fucking tiptoes, like. Yeah, I'm excited to see where um, the movie kind of segues. Like, I don't know. I feel like they're still gonna do more DBZ series. Like, why probably. Not? It, you can you can milk it. Some it's more. just it'll never die. Like, it'll, like people will always watch. It's Dragon. just because it's like they, they they have the, it's like McDonald's. it's McDonald's. Like Dragon Ball Z is the you McDonald's. You know what to expect. And yeah, you, keep like, you coming know back. what you get. Like, when you go and you get a Big Mac or some shit, like you know you're not getting no grass fed. You know. Yeah. And that's Prime the, steak type shit, like, you know, you getting, I don't know, some kind of cloned beef <laughs> from Utah or some shit. It's like the the ultimate, like, it's like the mass production anime. Yeah. It's like it's we like, give you, like, the, the drug that you need. We give you your fill. You, like, you think that you want plot and depth, but you really don't. You just want something to... You really don't. You just want we'll some cold animation, some <laughs> cold fights, and an uplifting story, and that's what we're going to give you. Yeah. I think that's also what else has allowed DBZ to like last and be bigger than um, more niche animes too. Yeah. Because like even kind of looking at like DBZ has like allowed itself to hit fit the mainstream mold by like sticking to that formula, where like you get more plot-heavy animes and like yeah you know the core people would rate them higher than DBZ any day, but it's a niche audience. Like yeah. Dragon Ball Z is on fucking shoes now. Like we got <laughs> DBZ is part. They like part of a culture. it's part of the culture now, bro. It like is. and like it might not be a part of like it, it's a part of like the the nerd culture, but it's like even a part of the greater culture that isn't necessarily like subscribed to being Type like a shit. hard nerd. You just know? Like, like in general, like niggas just generally like, fuck with DBZ. Yeah, just for some reason. Well, we talked about why they did in our last episode. <laughs> so I think. We should take a smoke, smoke break. break. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And be right back with more Nina Talks gang, gang. after these messages.
Guys, welcome back to uh, Nina Talks. Welcome, we, welcome. We have with us the wonderful Simone Yael from Woo! Creative Brand. How you doing? I'm doing well, y'all. How y'all doing? We are doing, doing good. Great. We're doing great on this lovely, lovely You have to be around with day or what? <laughs> <laughs> So what day is today? I yeah, I, was like, I never know. I'm always too high for all of that. <laughs> days just be merging together, man. <laughs> I'm trying to keep track of the days. I think it's important. So yeah, um, well, first of all, thanks for joining us. We're really happy to have you here for Nina Talks. Yes, sir. Um, thanks for having me. And to kind of like introduce yourself to the guests, would you want to kind of just like tell people a bit about yourself? For sure. So I'm Simone. I'm from Chicago. I have to tell everybody that just so you know. Right. Because um, <laughs> you're from Chicago. Mandatory. I feel like every Chicago person is like that. They, yeah, Chicago. Like, yeah. That's how I am. Um, yeah. So I just moved to St. Louis two years ago Ooh. and I've just been like, yeah, it's, it's coming up fast. So I'm yeah. really thankful just to like be here and like be part of the creative scene and yeah. that's why i started creative brand okay. and all that good stuff that we're doing so um yeah and what do you what do you kind of do so i do kind of everything, everything. <laughs> okay that's real hey that's the answer uh, a renaissance uh, woman that's i guess answer. i just like to create i just like to create and empower others to create yeah of all ages so i work with kids as well yeah. um the youth uh i do an arts program with them and then i just i other than that i just freelance full-time yeah. for the most part which is really dope um, she event coordinates. She do fashion. Oh, she do hell. So what are some of the uh, some of the people know? What <laughs> are some of modest? <laughs> yeah. So just like what are a couple of the events that uh, Creator has thrown, has done. The so past. the first things we did, which a lot of people know us for, are the gorilla fashion shows yeah. or like pop-up fashion shows. Yeah. yeah, which are really cool. I am not. I think a, that's a dope concept. I appreciate that. It really came from like stuff I was doing in college, yeah. um, which I kind of told y'all about already, and which was really dope. And I just wanted to keep doing that kind of stuff and yeah. really challenging. Um, you know, it's really hard to get people out to stuff, so you bring it to them. And that's yeah. just what, you know, that's really what I feel works the most mm -hmm. um, for me. Yeah. And I really like to challenge people's perception of of um, if space and events and what that should look like and really just push the envelope. I'm doing yeah, air quotes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> of, and, and meet the challenges that a lot of us say we have, right? right? So when I first moved to St. Louis, I heard a lot of people saying like, we don't have any venues. We don't have any spaces. We yeah. don't have, you know, photographers or, you know, people yeah. that are serious about putting on shows. And I'm like, well, I got y'all. You yeah. know, like, it can be done. So I, I turned in kind of to this designer portion, which I had never really... I mean, I had done some stuff, like, but not for other people to wear. Yeah, it right. always just been for me. Yeah. So I saw this need and I said, okay, well, I have the ability. I have the time, so I'm going to do it. So I remember making the shirts and just finding people and getting people to agree to it. I'm like, this is what we're going to do. We're going to do a fashion show in Delmar Loop. And, and we're going to tell crazy. people to come out and play music. And that's going to be it. And we did it. And it was really dope. And I did one um, every other month after that. So I just did one every month for like three or four months in a row. Um, th three, eight, nine, ten, and then we just did one in January, yeah, in like an office kind of hey. co working space. So we did like a fashion show, but it kind of turned into other things too. So yeah. incorporated music and dance, and yeah, movement, which is kind of like where we're going now, yeah, uh, which I'm really excited about. Uh, turning more into like the, the theatrics, yeah, of things. And then we also did We'll Rap for Food, which is a charity open mic. Uh, shout out to my big brother Brandon Alexander Williams. Ooh. That's my mentor. Yeah. One day you guys will get to meet him. He's amazing. Um, he's in Chicago now, but. 
he kind of started that in, the concept. In, that concept of you know instead of paying money to come to an open mic, bring canned Can goods yeah. and we'll and we'll you know give that back. So that's that's I try to make sure that our brand is well rounded. Yeah. So we're having fun and we're you know the make, supports. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> and you guys are awesome because you've been like <laughs> like had our back since since you know we've met. And so um yeah, I want us to be a well rounded brand company group whatever. Yeah. Um, where we're doing things that kind of encompass everything and support the community. Yeah, like yeah. I, I appreciate the the thing I appreciate about a lot of the events. You know, we we're talking about the fashion show and the, mm -hmm. the concept of like, let's bring um, creativity and let's bring different people's talents into the public. Yeah, and so it's cool to kind of be like. In St. Louis, it's not often that you can kind of like walk around and see cool things happening. Mm -hmm. But you know, adding to that. Adding yeah. to that fact of just kind of like, you know, this is a group of black people doing some good things, some cool things. Yeah. Um, because obviously it's everywhere, but the media doesn't seem to portray it. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And so this is kind of also why I brought you on. I think it's a good segue because a lot of the events that you do put on are circulated via social media mm -hmm. versus like writing them down really hard and really like documenting them and recording them and stuff. You want mm -hmm. social media to kind of tell their story. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, I kind of think we should talk about like social media bit and how we use it in like our everyday, like our hustles and shit. Yeah, I agree. I think, uh, <laughs> well, one, for one right now, I think people kind of sleep on how, like, the fact that it's like social media, that like everything is like for consumption mm -hmm. on online, right? Mm -hmm. It's like, it's your thoughts, but it's also your thoughts in the circle. <laughs> yeah, but like so that everyone can see yeah. it yeah. and approve of and rate. So it's mm -hmm. like just the shit people do and say and like mm -hmm. how you're kind of supposed mm -hmm. to like quote unquote like use it. Yeah. Is really just weird. And it's really weird how it like shapes just our society as a whole, right? Yeah. Like the idea of like now it's kind of expected like that if you're an artist or something that you have a very like personal. Mm. Mm. Like there are very, I feel like there are very few artists now that kind of get away with like mystique <laughs> you know like mystique is kind of like it's dying a little bit like so if you're not talked about then what are you doing? Yeah, yeah if you're not in the like yeah like but you know what's interesting about that i think about that sometimes and what's interesting about it is people people access is enjoyable in quantities yeah eventually people get tired of seeing everything that black china does right? yeah everything they get tired of seeing that you know and and i feel like there's always going to be power in having that that fine line like that's why denzel washington has had such a long powerful career yeah because he does his job and he goes home yeah. you, don't know about, you know what i'm saying and even will smith like he waited for a long time yeah. to really put y'all into his day to day. You get what I'm saying? And there's still power in that. So I think I think right now we're in this era where it's kind of like, you know, yeah. social media. But I think eventually what might happen is people will go back to like, okay. I but I think, sorry, fucking. Okay. I think, well, as you mentioned, Will Smith, I think that he's a good example of all this because like he is making that decision to like, okay, I still want to remain a cultural icon mm -hmm. how do i do that and like he didn't will smith didn't go start a youth well he did start a youtube channel but that <laughs> was really he I, I believe he did what? um but like right the fact that like will smith decided i'm going to tap into those like video communities mm -hmm. like youtube mm -hmm. and instagram mm -hmm. and 
start kind of generating, I guess, I don't know, like a, like a another career, yeah. quote unquote, kind of out of that yeah. is interesting because like, you know, he, he didn't do it three years ago, yeah. right? He didn't do it, he didn't keep waiting to do it, he did mm -hmm. it now. Mm -hmm. A lot of like, yeah, I feel like a lot of interesting um, points around like using social media properly is like using it for like a personal brand or goal versus mm -hmm. kind of using it as like a personal outlet. Mm -hmm. Right. And you see a lot of people kind of fall in a disarray when social media becomes a personal outlet. Like when your decision making starts to be governed kind of <laughs> by like how social Shout media is. Shout out the US government. Hey. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like the, even just like the emotional. For retweets. Yeah. The emotional tie that like America goes through when Trump tweets. Hmm. Right. Like, the, yeah. Just even like, even like looking back in history books, just think about <laughs> the fact that like, History it's, books will have like, gonna be like even first of even if there are right, even like oh, history Jesus. books will probably go extinct pretty soon. If but, like, right, I was gonna say if there are even are right, but like whatever they're using to teach kids history in you know mm -hmm. fifty years, it's gonna be like oh, and in, in twenty seventeen Donald Trump Tweet tweeted this. this, which responded like yeah. tweets are gonna be like primary source documents for a generation of learner. Yeah, and that is super crazy. crazy. Yeah. Like, and just think about like the influence of Twitter on our Instagram on our Facebook. Facebook just fucked up a bunch of data. Like, oh, huh, like these companies and these companies that came out of like dorm rooms and mm -hmm. garages mm -hmm. are now like at the helm of people. At the helm lives. of our government, like literally like controlling their own economies. Like yeah. YouTube has an economy. Yeah. Facebook has like that's the craziest shit ever. Yeah, it is. What's really um, beautiful to me, though, is, like, it's also, like, since that economy is, like, so present, mm -hmm. a lot of, like, black people, like, were able to use that technology as a way to get their shit moving. Mm -hmm. um, and it, it's, it's crazy because now as we're getting older, as social media is growing, we're also starting to see, like black people who really like caught on at the the head of this social media wave and are really starting to put themselves in positions mm -hmm. and utilize it and do it properly like well yeah. like will smith an example yeah. like you know even just the genius behind like the likes of like i feel like drake and yeah. the way drake is able to and so many other countless like artists who just like they recognize when like oh i'm in the period of like maybe i'm in a slump maybe something's yeah. happening yeah. where the focus of conversation isn't on me but I know if I do this series of like three things, then I can get everyone's attention. Right. Yeah. Drake decided on the drop of a dime <laughs> to just like be back in the conversation. Yeah. Drake is a he is He's a genius, bro. He's like, a genius. He's a genius. He really like he is a He really is. Mm -hmm. He he's he's know what he's doing, yeah. bro. Like He does. He does. And I the more I learn about him and how he does business. You can't hate on him. You bro. can't I mean, but he, he is does. he's a snaky guy. He, he I really mean you can't is. hate on him. But he can't look like the cash money. But yeah, he learned from the, he learned from yeah. the finest. Yeah. Bro. Like, he learned from the vipers. Yeah, <laughs> he learned from the finest. He's a stealthy bro. guy. He, he is. is. So bro. he's like, I was thinking about this the other day, like when I was just thinking about how he moves and the things that he does and and things he's done. Um, Drake is the kind of person you either have to be on his team, stay far away from him, yeah. <laughs> or hate his guts. Like there's either there's one there's no like in between. Man, it's one or the other. Protect your energy, though, man. If that's yeah. what he's doing to get him to where he needs to go, man. Yeah. Protect your energies. Yeah, bro. Like, yeah, I, think, yeah. I think people like. Sorry, I'm a big proponent of like people like recognizing like how people are mm -hmm. and just kind of like 
moving, like understanding moving how they are. Yeah, you know, yeah. like if Drake doing his thing, I'm not a big person to like um, combat. Yeah, and to talk about like how, like yeah, but I might not agree with how he's getting there, but I'm not gonna like put too much energy into like. <laughs> I mean, to be to to be that rich and to be that in the eye, you gotta be cut. You have to be cut. He's the world we live in this bro. kind of shit, man. Like he said, I'm Game of Thrones with it, ma. That was not a lie, be, bro. It's a Game of Thrones be, out there, like, bro. You gotta like, be ruthless. America you gotta be cut. is. Jay Z is one of the most ruthless. People. You know how many niggas Jay Z probably has killed? I said too many. Several. Too many. Too many. I like. If Kanye had to literally say, "Please don't send your shooters at me," like yeah. in public, like yeah, that's kind of like scary. I don't think so. Like, yeah, man. That shit, hey, bro. You know, Jay Z be walking around the streets of New York too casual to not have someone <laughs> like worry? ready to kill you at all times. Like, he says, "So when you get to hell, tell Blanco sent you." Tell Blanco. I'm you sorry, know. sir. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I was walking on the street and I saw Jay Z coming out, move a block over. I mean, you would have to. My life is in jeopardy. You gotta be, yeah. Man, I should have fallen, bump into him next thing. Yeah. Gone. Even just like being able to like, I feel like people are gonna like look back in a few years and even just talk about like. Beyonce is literally like a goddess of social media. Hmm. Like Beyonce is literally like a person icon. who can drop like three photos and immediately have millions of people talking yeah. about it for yeah. hours. Hours. The more that I think about, the more I've learned about Jay Z, though, the more I realize he has a lot to do with some of that. Um, yeah. Yeah. From what I've been learning, just about him and, and the dynamics of her, and I don't know what they're business arrangement things look like yeah. if you think about it like the average man husband is not gonna like his wife being out there doing the things that B does but I I guarantee he's like yeah you should do that or this would yeah. be good for you know even think about like the dynamics between him cheating and her making the lemonade album and his and him saying like we were writing together like yeah. <laughs> we worked on that together like that man is yeah yeah he can I think, yeah I think there's always that idea of like once you're famous, everything you do kind of can be a marketing mm -hmm. stunt. Like, it's like, they they managed to keep most of their life private anyway. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And they pretty much decided, like, oh, we can let this. Yeah. We can become personable now, even just as we're talking about people becoming more accessible. Yeah. Even them kind of releasing the music they've released and kind of doing the things they've done are them also being a little bit more accessible. Here's a few pictures of Blue every now and then yeah. in the background. Yep. Here's, like... You know, here's Kanye and uh, Wes snapping. You right. know, yeah. like even those little things. And it's like, all business strategy. Yeah, yeah. it's all business. Like yeah. even though it's like to us, it seems so personal, but it's like, nah. Like you think they just walk around their house in these fire ass outfits? I mean, yeah. probably, but like, <laughs> yeah. But I also you have to make an active decision to photograph yeah. it. <laughs> I feel like relationships when you have that much money too are a lot more like intentional. I feel like I feel Absolutely. like relationship dynamics like yeah. when you're making that kind of thing. He yeah, he doing. and they're probably both like I feel like when they communicate, they're probably like, okay, we we don't mind like getting down the business because like when we're talking about stuff, like yeah, feelings are involved, but like hundreds of thousands of dollars are also probably right. Involved. Yeah, like Beyonce, Beyonce sits down and she's like, my team says I need to do this, this, and this, and Jay Z feels some type of way about a husband. Are you really gonna tell your wife to cut down on a potential of like millions of dollars right. revenue because yeah. you're feeling some type of way about yeah. right. on Instagram? Like yeah. type shit. You can you can only you I mean you can combat it and you but you can only like do so much and be a rational like a reasonable person. Type like, yeah. shit. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and I feel like they just, the two of them and like I feel like a lot of other kind of you know quote unquote like power couples 
both just kind of have that like shark mentality. Mm -hmm. So it's like we see eye to eye on this shit. Like we know what it is. We know it's not bad blood. We just know it's how it gotta be. Like yeah. so we know that like yeah I fucked around and cheated on you. And I'm sorry for that. But we gonna make this album yeah. snap, girl. They gonna feel the tears, too. bro. She did too. Right. She, yeah. did, she did what she did. She so, did. So, you know, yeah, you know like, like, <laughs> we knew, oh, we fucked around and got car fighting in the elevator. Well, bro, we gonna flip that for a couple mil too, bro. Like, we work best points. together. Like, we yeah. know how to do this shit, bro. Yeah. Like, it's true. We know how to do this shit, bro. I mean, you know, other people of other backgrounds, racial backgrounds, marry for money all the time. It's yeah. always it's a, it's a business arrangement through and many through. cultures. They too. live on two different sides of the house, many cultures. <laughs> and they have the same. You get what I'm saying, so. Yeah. yeah, that's how it goes, man. Yes. Yeah, so I think uh, then we could run into our album of the week here. Yeah, and wrap up the show and uh, send everyone on their merry way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so what we normally do um, every week is we each like to talk about an album that we've listened to this week. Um, talk about it a little bit, give some reviews. Yeah, a little background and just let the people know what kind of music is out there. It can be new. Can be old, um, just any album. Would you like to start small? No, you go first. Okay, I'll go first. <laughs> um, I gotta think. True. What My is? album of the week is gonna be by Father. Almost got caught slipping, huh? Uh. Yeah, I did get caught slipping. <laughs> I'm looking at my computer right now. My bad. <laughs> I'll save your life. My album of the week is Don't Smile At Me by, uh, I hope I don't butcher her name, but Billie Eilish, or Eilish, um, She's a, I think she's 18, nice. um, pop singer. Um, stumbled upon it, and it's just a really good album. Like her lyrics are really, really, her songs are just really well written. Mm -hmm. um, and she has a really nice kind of like soft but like powerful voice. And then she has just also really dynamic production that just interesting. Like there are no two songs that feel the same. Yeah. Right throughout the whole project, and like certain songs even give you like multiple textures and feels within the same frame, which is. What made you yeah. check it out? Um, I just kept seeing her. So linking back to our previous conversation, actually, I just keep kept seeing her name floating around on social media, like yeah. just on different music blogs. Like she would pop up, like oh, like she dropped this song of the week. You should listen to it, like upcoming talent type shit. And I was like, you know, eventually I gotta step out of hip hop. Yeah, I was like, I don't, I don't <laughs> normally listen to this genre, but like this person keeps coming up, so they must just be like really good at it. That like most people like it. And yeah, she's good. She got some shit with Vince Staples that's really hard. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Just. Really good music. Shout out Billy. Billy the Kid. Billy the Kid. That's the, is it my turn? Yeah, go oh, ahead. You technically didn't give an answer, though. Ooh, I'm gonna give an answer. But I wanted you to go next, you know, keep it in order. I'll go last since oh, I'm gosh. the one that made the mistake. It's fine. It's fine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this era of my life has been really powered by a lot of, like, old, like, not even mixed, some, like, old mixtapes, like, old Drake, That's old Childish Gambino, yeah. um, old, Childish old J. Cole. You know, type shit. And then also like Puff Daddy and Maze. Ooh, yeah. Like a lot of that, like big time. Like I've been thinking a lot about like, um, I guess dynasties, like, like yeah, that kind like, of thing. Yeah. I've been thinking eras. a lot about that. Yeah, eras and kind of like 
where people were at that stage of their yeah. life almost and so you know i think theatrics so i'm thinking soundtracks like yeah. what is my soundtrack of yeah, like, yeah, my life right now when it's you're like, 20 in like 1998 or even like where am i right now like which drake song am i right now yeah. like, which like <laughs> j cole and like i like the other day i re-listened to two-faced by j cole and i was mm-hmm. like like I re, it's like you rehear. I rehear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hit through a different context, a different like, place in life. Wait a minute! Like how? Do Especially you... those songs that you put on repeat. Like yeah, the warm up from the, uh, J Cole. I I remember the exact. I painted one summer. I painted a building for like yeah. extra money. Yeah. And all I did was put that album on repeat, and that's all I think about. Yeah. It's kind of just a moment. Just a moment. Yeah. yeah. It's dope. Yeah. <laughs> and it's classic. That's I think that's the beauty of it. So it's your album of the week no my album of the week um <laughs> at the thrift shop i found the uh, sources number one hip-hop <laughs> cd Dope. and the first the first one that comes on is like nelly and like <laughs> i was i was thinking about this show uh shout out to divinity fest i'm so excited it's on the 30th oh, so yeah shout out divinity fest i'm so about to be up in there That's i'm already like reeling. i'm so excited and it's i'm already like reeling like things I'm going to say as a host, right? <laughs> so I'm like, we have to play like STO stuff. And I was like, I was almost moved to, don't laugh at me. I mean, y'all can laugh because it's funny. I was almost moved to tears, like listening to yeah, Nelly. Yeah, no, that's Because I was real. like, man, like 314, it was so dope. And yeah. like, just to like, I would have loved to have been from St. Louis when Nelly was on the radio. Like, yeah. What? Can you imagine? Yeah. I feel like, like St. Louis is one of those cities that like really rise for itself. And that's like yeah. hella dope to see just like people celebrate like where they're from and yeah. like, just really loving their city, bro. Yeah. Like, Even just walking about. around 314 Day and just like knowing that like this is something that like St. Louis Twitter is actively at and talking about. Oh, <laughs> and, and, and Instagramming. And, and like, but even just in the real world, like there are just so many, just like people, just as I was driving through the city, mm-hmm. like you see in like the Cardinals jacket, yeah, like yeah, blues, yeah, yeah, like yeah. whatever, just all like rapping and all that different, like. Oh, and don't talk trash about emos or say anything about grills. Must want to fight me, right? And like, anybody gonna <laughs> fight me or check me? So. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I yeah. saw a status though, for real. Like I did see a status from someone that's from St. Louis that said three one four day confession. Emos is trash. And then in the comments, somebody said it's like eating snot on cardboard. Oh, Ooh, I, I didn't say that. Oh, but that I'm not going to say I don't agree. It's going to remove itself from all emos related I got a, We got a picture of emos hung you know, up right here. We got here. a little picture of emos. It's a, it's a, it's a safeguard. You know? Nina supports, but we, you know, I love it. It's a safe call. We, we, we like just, we neutral. We just, it's we neutral. If you like neutral. it, it's okay to like it. So album of the week is album. What's so your album of the week is number one hip hop. Number one hip hop jam. Number one, number one hip hop. Uh, volume eleven. Volume, volume eleven. Volume eleven. Because fuck twelve. Fuck twelve. Done. There is what is your my album, album of the week? week is gonna be Young Hot Ebony by Father. Woo! And this, rich, it's, it's rich, a super rich, throwback. Rich, and I was rich, I was rich. thinking about uh, Father and uh, McConan and the song that was a good time. And speaking of like eras, like yeah, speaking of an era, that was yeah. like an interesting time in our lives. So like my my like peak song from that would be Look at Risk. But okay, Father right. just has like a really good like laid back kind of stone feeling stone, like, a bouncy still, stone bouncy up feeling like yeah he has jams like the whole album just really keeps your head bopping yeah. but you're zoning you're not doing too much yeah. you can smoke it's like even bit. in the wrist videos like they all sit in their chairs they it's like it's just like I'm high so I'm not about to stand up and turn up <laughs> but I'm gonna give you a mean chair bounce bro I'm about to rock this shit out this little rolly like, chair bro it's like the epitome of like don't do too much you don't know? do too have much have a good time but don't do too just much just vibe 
and irradiate positivity. I love so, it. Simone, I want to say thank you for joining us Shout tonight. Shout out Creative Brand. Shout out, Nina Shout out Creative Brand. Anyone that will rap for food. Will rap for food. Yes. Shout out Divinity Fest. And yes. everyone at Creative Brand is about to go. Go out to all of that. <laughs> yeah. You guys, I appreciate y'all. This is great. Yeah. We appreciate you too, man. Everybody, all love. Have a good night, gang gang. All love. <laughs> hey, Black anime? Those? There are a few. There are a couple. Afro Samurai. I think good. Yeah. Ooh, Afro Samurai. Really Afro, Afro Samurai. Samuel L. Jackson's in it. Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah. He looks like the type that we like to do. Yeah. Like, the main character. Samuel L. Jackson's in That's it. That's dope. Um, what are the like? Black? Oh, they like the Boon. I count the Boondocks as a black anime. Right. They're um, anime inspired heavily. It's anime. There's a lot of like fight scenes that you can go back. There's one. There's one that's straight out of Naruto. Where like the two characters it's frame by frame side by side, side yeah. Yeah. are like redrawn. That's just hella cold. Um, that shit is hella cold. Man, there are Nope, I can't think of many other ones. Um that are specifically black. I mean there are there are some that focus on like people of color. Like mm -hmm. um there's uh man. I'm, I'm for, I, I know the anime but I am forgetting the name. Michiko and Hachin mm -hmm. um is set in like Brazil, oh, so wow. there's a lot of people of color there in that one. Yeah, um, there's a couple of, um, and then there's all there's always like the animes that have like the staple black character. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, what was it? Was it gangster or was it? Uh, gangster had some black people. In yeah. There. Some like dreadheaded niggas and shit. So there's a couple. It's, it's always nice when you get like a nice cameo of a like a black person. And, and they like, don't look stupid or anything. Yeah. You're like, oh hey, he got some little power. Like, hey, yeah. shout out, bro. <laughs> Field. <laughs> We're gonna start sending Literally. you anime updates. You yeah, should. Bro. I you will. Should. We will.